0: Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Stephens. Getting into today's top stories, in the last hours of the work week in 2022, Iowa Attorney General-Elect Brenna Byrd announced her office's plans to hire Washington County Attorney John Gish as Assistant Attorney General for Victim Services. Gish will lead the office, which administers funding, training, advocacy, outreach, and coordination about victim services and support throughout Iowa, according to the news release. Gish said he had not sought out the role, but was asked to apply by state officials. He said it was an honor to accept. Still, the decision was not an easy one for Gish, who said there were there were many variables to consider. This was nearly impossible for me to decide, he said. It'll be six years for me this month as county attorney, and I've really loved it. I appreciate the community. I've already shed a few tears over this departure, just because that's how much that office and the people here mean to me. People have been very gracious in support of my family, and I won't forget that. An official start date was not yet available as of Monday morning, but Gish said he expected to spend roughly four more weeks as Washington County attorney, moving to the state level around the end of January. The replacement process for Gish's county position will fall to the Washington County Board of Supervisors who can either appoint a replacement or schedule a special election to fill the role. The item was not listed on a tentative agenda for the board's January 3rd regular meeting. A Henry County Supervisors' Regular Scheduled Meeting Tuesday morning, the representatives approved the roads department's 28 e agreement, a contract with Calhoun Burns for the 235th Street Bridge and the Treasurer deputy appointments. In agreement with six other counties, the board of supervisors approved the motion to purchase a road widener. According to county engineer Jack J. Hotchkiss, each county will contribute to the total cost of $246,518 and will list the machine on each county's insurance. Washington County will store the road widener. In pursuit of the federal raise grant, Hotchkiss also petitioned the supervisor's approval to enter into a contract with Calhoun Burns and Associates for design and preliminary plans of the bridge on 235th Street east of Franklin Avenue. According to Hotchkiss, the federal aid project grants require a significant amount of environmental and historical preliminary work. In addition to moving ahead with the road's plans, the board voted to approve three treasurer deputies for the new year, as the newest chair for the Board of Supervisors, Chad White, read the appointment for Sue Ford, Cheryl Elmore, and Nancy Watson as deputy treasurers from January 3, 2023 through December 31st, 2026. The Board of Supervisors will meet again Thursday, January 5th at 9 a.m. for the monthly department head meeting and to approve resolution number one of 2023 Master Matrix Construction Evaluation. Washington County officials opted to hold a slew of planned public hearings throughout the month of January, rather than grouping any into the same regular meeting. The hearings regard the sale of county property, demolition of another property, and disposition of an abandoned railroad. County Auditor Dan Widmer recommended the change of plans at a Board of Supervisors meeting Tuesday morning. Supervisors did not change the date of a hearing for Washington County's interest in abandoned railroad, but did pass a new resolution affirming its date after an old version incorrectly stated the land's legal description, according to Washington County Attorney John Gish. As of newly passed resolutions at the December 27th meeting, the county's public hearing schedule is as follows, with each item planned for 9 a.m. at the Washington County Courthouse. Discussion on disposition of an abandoned railroad will be on January 10th. Proposal to sell property at 302 West Main Street on January 17th. Proposal to demolish the former Public Safety Center on January 24th. A Henry County man won $10,000 on a lottery ticket he received as a Christmas gift. Stephen Lutz, 48, of New London won the ninth prize of $10,000 in the Iowa Lottery's Very Merry Crossword Scratch Game. The ticket was a gift from his father, who purchased it at Casey's in New London. claimed his prize on Tuesday at the Lottery Cedar Rapids Regional Office. He said he plans to save his winnings. I actually won zero on the same scratcher. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll have the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello, and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have the weather and sports coming up. First obituaries. Alice L. Schaefer of Fairfield passed away on December 22nd at the age of 95. Services will be held in the spring. Benefit Home in charge of the arrangements. John Dale Myers of Packwood, passed away on December 27th at the age of 82. A graveside service will be held at 11 a.m. today. Cranston Family Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Craig Gray Heckenberg of Lockridge passed away on December 29th at the age of 63. No services are planned at this time. Cranston Family Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Rachel Juliana Howell of Fairfield passed away on December 29th at the age of 102. Graveside services will be held at 11 a.m. January 3rd at the Glasgow Cemetery. Bennett Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was Obituaries. It is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. We had some rain overnight and some fog this morning. Now it just remains cloudy along with a high of 49. Tomorrow there will be a bit more sun, but it will still be mostly cloudy and the temperatures will drop all the way down to 36. On Thursday, it will be very similar with mostly cloudy skies, again in a high of 35. On Friday, there'll be more sun with a high of 38. And finally, on Saturday, it'll be mostly cloudy yet again with a high of 42. We're gonna take another brief break and when we come back, we'll have sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. I've been in healthcare for many years. I know that Tammy's that person who wants to help others and take care of us. She knows the healthcare business and wants to take care of others. I met Tammy about 20 years ago when her daughter was in Special Olympics and I was coaching. Told me that she was into doing senior benefits. We became even closer friends. She cares about everybody, especially the seniors. So call her. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, Let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. And now, sports. Brought to you by Fairway. New year, no problem for Mount Pleasant Boys basketball. The Panthers, who were 6-3 on the year, have played some great basketball through the first half of the season, and they continued that trend on Monday night against the Tigers of New London, who were also 6-3 on the season, starting away with a 61-40 victory. Along with Peyton Hagen's 33 points, Nate Stroud ended with 8 points and 7 boards, A National finished with 7 points and 5 rebounds. For the Tigers, Benjamin finished with 14 points in the loss, Porter added 12, and Ritchie followed with 10. Mount Pleasant will take on Fort Madison, who is 2-5 on the season on Friday night, while New London will match up with Notre Dame, who is 6-2. Christmas break didn't deter the Mount Pleasant girls' basketball team. The Panthers picked up right where they left off in 2022 on Monday night at home against New London. Mount Pleasant girls, who were 5-6 on the year, had no issue with the Tigers, who had 0-11 on the year as it rolled to a 59-20 victory. which marks the Panthers' second straight win on the season. Show would finish the game with a game... With a game high 23 points, which included six balls from beyond the arc. Fall the and scoring from Mount Pleasant was La Prieta with 14, 11 boards, and six assists, and then Andy Scott added eight points. Mount Pleasant will take on Fort Madison, who was 6 and 3 on the year in its next contest. New London will host Notre Dame, who was 7 and 2. Both games are set for Friday night. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your News Break, and I will see you next time.